Everyone, welcome to Third Coast Gaming Impressions. It is Sunday, November 22nd today. This will probably go up on Monday or Tuesday, but uh, we are on was it episode 8, episode 9. Where are we at, Austin? Uh, I think it's episode 9. It's episode 9, you know what I'm talking about? We have right. the numbers. Since I also haven't played Halo 4, apparently we fucking Covenant Carbine it used to say the ammo on it, and what was that, Halo 2? Halo 3, maybe? Halo I don't 3. know what screenshot that is. But it's just Ooh. it's just not even there. There's no... Coming in this hot. There's no Covenant Carbine ammo tracker on there. You played some Halo 4 on PC, I guess. Oh. Is that how you got oh. to that? What's up? Yeah. And even I wasn't that angry. Uh... I love the Covenant Carbine. It's my baby. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so Microsoft, you know, they released Halo 4 on PC as part of the Master Chief Collection. Uh, Halo 4 being the first 343 uh, Halo game uh, after you know Bungie departed from the uh, departed the IP with the release of Halo Reach and from like Microsoft as a company. It's it's a weird game, right? It feels very different because this is the first of like the Halo games that is not a weird like military power fantasy right because this game these halo 4 immediately opens with like dropping some halo lore on you and it's like master chief by himself for the beginning yeah Yeah, most of halo 4 is master chief like by himself with just cortana uh as he just goes around this uh planet this uh ancient alien planet uh that you saw that you saw them drifting towards at the end of halo 3 when like the ship was cut in half once the explosion of the big halo he's at the end of halo 3 you stopped halo oh you did it you stopped uh, halo. you did yeah you, you did it you stopped halo and then like master chief and cortana are like in like half of a ship um that's just drifting towards a ancient alien planet uh and it's just you and cortana on this planet trying to get out of there Who's the bad guy in that game? I can't remember their so name. So the bad guy the of Halo 4 is part of this ancient alien race, the people that built the Halos. Uh, he's a dude called the yeah. He's a dude called Wait. the Didact. Oh, the Didact, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the he's the guy. he's the Forerunner's military like general. And you wouldn't know who this person is unless you have read the Halo <laughs> Forerunner book trilogy. Yeah beforehand it's it's probably the biggest problem of halo 4 is that they introduce like lore from the books like halo 4 opens with a scene where dr halsey who is the person who created the spartans right the person like master chief basically and she's being grilled by uh some office of naval intelligence spook because they're like hey you committed some crimes hey we gotta address these war crimes you committed finally you know we actually have to get around to this yeah and it's the first time that Halo actually, like, in a game, talks about what Spartans are, which are abducted children uh, who were experimented on and turned into super soldiers. Yeah. As it turned and, out, I listened to that video that summed up all the Halo games, and that was the thing they finally got to. And the Didact, as it turns yeah. out. Got and it. so immediately, Halo 4 is not about, like, you do not get the sense of, like, the feeling of like I'm like the dope master chief, right? I'm going around this planet, I'm shooting the bads, I'm so cool. You're stuck in this frame of like, man, I'm just a really sad dude whose life was stolen from him by this fascist government 
so they could turn him into a super soldier. And I just kind of want to go home and help my AI pal out because, like, she's also dying because she's thinking herself to death because she's basically reached an expiration date. And after, like, eight years, AI, like, in the Halo universe, think themselves to death. Which and everyone... Some writer wrote that, I guess. Yeah, it was... You need that, a plot point. Yeah, Halo... AI rampancy within Halo books, to my knowledge, has only ever been, like, a throwaway line in The Fall of Reach, uh, where they introduce Cortana in that book, and it's like, Halsey's just thinking, like, oh, man, she's gonna think herself to death in eight years. That'll mm-hmm. be sad. <laughs> and so they move forward with that in Halo 4, and, like, that just comes out of nowhere for a lot of people. Yeah, I played the opening of Halo 4 also, but I played on um, regular X- on the Xbox One. There's a lot of quick-time events in that thing, too. Like, when yeah. you're getting out of the ship in the beginning, you're just climbing stuff. Like, it's yeah, an like- Uncharted game, and you're dodging things, which I'm like, don't put this in my Halo game. I want to shoot the dudes and jump sometimes. Yeah, it's not, like, too bad. Like, within that sequence, like, there's no, like, annoying button prompts in this QTE. The actual, the only real prompt is... When you need to dodge to the left or right of this elevator shaft you're climbing through, Chief will just look in whatever direction he needs to jump, and you have to like move your left uh, thumbstick in that same direction. And it's just, man, I remember liking this game when it came out. Like I remember having a problem with this game's like aesthetic t- changes between like Halo Three and now because he's but like remember... chunkier. Like his armor's like yeah, chunky. his. Armor is so busy. Like the thing about 343 is they made everything so busy from like Chief's armor to like the Covenant look, the look of all the Covenant, like the ships, the Forerunner technology is so much on here. And like it all like it moves well, right? Like everything moves in this game like really fluidly. Uh and like as a like look and graphics like looks good, but it's just it's so hard to read enemies in that way now because the like the forerunner like robots that you fight are so big and they have so many moving pieces uh, and their designs just aren't that interesting like one of them is just a dog with a machine gun in its mouth <laughs> I was okay with the dog but they 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 have dog they have the regular like um it is they are the forerunner enemies right that's what yeah the prometheans the prometheans there's just like regular Promethean, and there's Promethean Knight who's bigger, and it's just like, I'm gonna run around and punch people. They're just Vex robots. Let's get real. Yeah, and they're like somehow less interesting. Yeah, they're somehow less interesting than the Vex robots from Destiny. Yeah, which is wild because the Vex robots suck. Yeah, you shoot. Hey, you shoot them in the core. That's the only place you get head- crit shots at. No headshots, Austin. Yeah, and it just it's wild. I. I find that like this this time around, Halo Four is not really doing it for me, and I think a lot of that is because like I'm not super into the look as I used to be. So I think I used to be like into the redesign of Master mm-hmm. Chief, but I'm not into these like aesthetic changes and the narrative. Like Halo Four is the the Halo game I I sort of always said was like, oh, this has like the real narrative, right? This is the one that wants to be about its story, but the narrative is just tropey trash. Because yeah. throughout this entire game, you're confronted with the fact that Master Chief is, you know, a product of war crimes and illegal experimentation. And every person who he speaks with at some point is like, hey, but like, how come you just don't know how to be human? It's like, <laughs> how, how do you think? 
He was raised in a lab. And I've been murdering aliens for like 10 years or whatever the fuck. For like 20 years. Master Chief is like in his 40s. Yeah, he's like my Halo 4. The voice actor sounds like he's in his 40s too. Yeah. Oh, the other thing is like, yeah, Steve Downs can't carry this game. And like he's being asked to. He just does not have the talent to carry this game. Yeah. Uh, And so like it falls onto Jen Hale, who has to be like this nurturing, like, mother figure slash love interest slash uh you know narrative beat because she's not like really allowed to be anything other than like the sick the sick woman who chief has to try to heal yeah and it just sucks it's okay you know i'll say at least the time i've put in halo 5 i've enjoyed it more like i i played halo 4 and i was like i don't want to play this played the first two missions. I got into Halo 5 and just like, oh, this is a little better. You have squad people with you. They don't really do a lot with the squad, but at least the story is like Chief is going after Cortana and there's more people around him doing stuff. Yeah. And then you get to flip over to um, the other squad and Bucky's there hanging out with you. Good old Bucky. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing with 5, right? Is like they saw 4. They saw the responses like, hmm, maybe we shouldn't have made Halo the sad game. Yeah. Um, and then they tried to like redo five and like make it like a more upbeat like story to start off with. But the problem with that is it's still so involved in like Halo 4's like nonsense, right? Like it's still about like Halsey, right? And like her crimes. Uh, it's still about like the Covenant that show up in four as the bad guys because they couldn't make like an interesting faction that wasn't just elites, you know? Uh, yeah. It's still Master Chief being oh, sad about Cortana by the end of 4, you know? Yeah. And and then most of the time you play as a dude who's, like, hunting Master Chief to arrest him, so it's not even... He's gone rogue, Austin. Yeah. As all the were... commercials have told us for Halo 5, he's gone rogue, we gotta get him down, it's blue yeah. team versus other team. Team Osiris or whatever. Yeah. It's not. It's so weird. Three four three's like games definitely have an identity crisis. Well, it's um, it's like the Star Wars, like tri- sequel trilogy. It's like where do, what do you do after the ending? Well, sure, but like they didn't take the time. No, to write it. I don't know. Well, the thing is, they really did. Like that's that's the problem, right? The thing with like the Star Wars sequel trilogy is that they made that first movie, and that first movie is all about emulating the original trilogy in a very serious way that hampered like it uh, hamstringed its ability to like move on beyond that. Right. And that's why the last Jedi was like, so mixed in its reception. The thing with halo four is they think they did a really good, like at some point, someone said that they did a really good job in like moving this beyond like the core original, like halo narrative. Yeah. And the problem is, is in like writing what they did, they took, they moved away from it too far and mm-hmm. they took away like my ability to play as master chief and like really have fun playing as master chief because they made a game all about how master chief is not having fun. Yeah. He's actually very depressing. Um, Hey, what if, what if you were playing a halo game and it was kind of like halo one where it all took place or like, it looked like a couple missions from halo one where you're on the ring, but that's the whole thing. What if it's an open world game too? And what if it gets delayed a bunch? Halo Infinite. Let me tell you about Halo Infinite. <laughs> hmm, new product really, by Microsoft. Just, yeah. 
I don't know. Well, is Infinite Halo Infinite is... the Force Awakens of Halo? Is it just going to bring that up? Nostalgia? Sorry, what? You're breaking up, Austin. I can't hear you. If that was the objective... Oh, oh, oh no. I can hear you better. Oh, okay. I wouldn't be surprised if like that was the idea, right? Like Halo Infinite, like very purposefully, the first thing we ever saw for Halo Infinite was like original, iconic-looking Master Chief in armor, right? In, like, Halo 3-style armor as the uh, little Halo, like, one final, like, effort piano uh, string or whatever. I don't I don't know music terms. Like, piano note uh, plays oh, as the words Halo Infinite fade onto the video, right? Yeah. So, like, they very much want to court that original look and that original feel. They want Halo Infinite to be the fun one again. Uh, and that's why everything looks so much simpler as far as like aesthetic goes. Like that's why everything's more colorful. That's why Chief looks better. And if we were to call to keep with the Star Wars analogies, if Halo Four and Five are the prequels, then they're trying to bring Halo back to what people liked about it, I guess. Yeah. So, hey, you know, if it does, I hope it does well and free-to-play multiplayer, bring in the people. Be like, hey guys, just play some multiplayer. Come here. It's fun. There's energy shields and um, energy weapons and vehicles, you know? Maybe we'll have a battle royale. Come on, get in here. It's free. It's free. That's why you bought this Xbox. Come play the Halo. uh, Speaking of multiplayer, have you touched the multiplayer for 4 at all? Is it working on your computer? No, I haven't. Like, I've just been going through a bit of campaign. I haven't touched multiplayer. I dabbled a bit with, like, Spartan Ops, which is the... uh, the multiplayer missions right of of halo like you remember like modern warfare 2 came out and they had the like the spec ops missions yeah it's like that and the spartan ops missions are like the bridge between halo 4 and 5 oh. uh where you play as like a nameless spartan team uh who goes through you know goes through some missions does some stuff and like they're trying to push in that part of that narrative, they're trying to push like a different Spartan team, like not the one you play. You play as like this, yeah. Uh, other not Spartan Osiris team. or yeah, no, Bravo. you're like I think it's like Alpha, Alpha, or something. I don't know. And they're also trying to push like Jennifer Hale's character, uh, yeah, who she plays as like the Spartan commander of the Spartan Fours on the Infinity. Well, I would be down. I need to download it because I do have um, the Master Chief Collection. But yeah, if you if you hop on there, yeah, I'll. I'll play some Halo Four with you. Fuck yeah, it. and I don't, I don't mind like, I don't mind like Halo Four is a play, right? Like I think Three Four Three has always gotten like the play of Halo, right? It's just so much about the experiences um, when they make this transition. Yeah, I um, what if it'll run on my PC? I actually, I'm really curious what the Halo Four multiplayer is like because I played Reach. And I played five, so it's like, okay, this is the one in between. Let's see. Yeah. Let's see what the changes are. Let's go. There is a sprint button in there, I'm thinking. thinking yeah, so like there's a sprint button. button. There's a dedicated sprint button. Um the thing about four is when it came out, it was very Call of Duty, right? Like mm. it felt like it had loadouts that you did and like so did Reach, but the thing with Reach is it had like specific game mode loadouts more than anything, whereas four you had like character loadouts um and it just it felt like very call of disc in that way it was a bit like it wanted to be a bit faster i would i will say the maps aren't super interesting Mm -hmm. uh 
and the general design for multiplayer Spartans is real bad. Uh, it's again like everything else that they did. It's so busy, and it's so hard to get any like any real beat on like where you're aiming on a person mm-hmm. outside of center of mass. And I I had fun with the multiplayer. I didn't play much of it though on 360. Yeah. So you did play it on 360 when it came out. Yeah, like. I was really excited. I was stoked for Halo 4 when it was coming out on the 360. My, th- my 360 died already when it came out. So yeah, F in the chat for Red Rings. But um, and speaking of these multiplayer shooters, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I played playing a, a bit of Battlefield. Yeah, Battlefield Five. It's really fun. I sometimes you get that game where it's like, this is my. I'm just relaxing and I just need something to play as my hobby game. And it turns out it just keeps coming back to Battlefield 5. I have. So last week I was digging into the Xbox catalog of Game Pass Ultimate with EA Play. And I I played Bad Company 2 and I played Battlefield 3. So before I get to Battlefield 5, I did play some more Battlefield 1. It was cool. I had a good time with Battlefield 1. There were people playing it on Xbox still, Austin. You know? There's Titans. Uh, You're on Conquest. There's a bunch of objectives to take. And if you're winning, the enemy can get a Titan. There'll be like a giant blimp. Or I had like a a steamboat that came in. And they blew it up in like three minutes. It was terrible. I was like, okay, that was useless. But the uh, bunch of bolt-action weapons in Battlefield 1. But it turns out... I like Battlefield 5 way more than Battlefield 1, which is weird. Because that seems like the opposite reaction of, like, when the news of Battlefield 5 was coming out, people were, like, against the trailer, and they didn't like the time to kill when it came out. Like, what did you hear about Battlefield 5 when it was coming out? Because I, I know you've played you played Bad Company 2. I don't know what else you've played besides that. I think you were the one I was talking to about it. Yeah, so, like, Bad Company is, like, my most, most of my Battlefield, my Battlefield experience. I played a bit of Battlefield 1, but, like, far too late to mm-hmm. get into its multiplayer. Um, and when Battlefield 5 came out, like, I had kind of written off, like, I've written off Battlefield as a series. Um, it's just, like, it's not for me. Like, the experience it wants me to have in its multiplayer is not something I've ever really liked outside of Bad Company 2, I don't think. Um, and so when I saw 5, it looked, it looked chaotic, it looked fine, it looked like another, like, shooter. I just remember people being upset that you could have, like, that you could play as like you know women and have like prosthetic uh, arms. Yeah, because this just, isn't you know, re- this isn't realistic battlefield. She has yeah. a steampunk arm. Yeah, and I just I remember seeing that I was like okay, I don't need to play the game that these idiots are doubtlessly going to play because they're not going to miss a battlefield release, even if they are going to like type on the internet about how women did fight in World War II, even though like historically speaking, yes, they did. It's such an American centric view that women didn't fight in World War II. Women were fighting in rebellions all throughout Europe. It's ridiculous to say women didn't fight in World War II. Yeah, as it turns out, people on the internet are a little crazy. Um, I mean, the campaign is pretty good for Battlefield Five. I wasn't playing the campaign. I'm not going to talk about the campaign. It's, it's. I'll talk about it for a second. It's just, it's mostly a tutorial, and it sets up, here's how you play as the tank guy. You'll have a tank set of missions. Um, you have a set of missions where you're in, like, Sweden, and you're, like, a mother... And her daughter, and I think he plays the daughter, and you're trying to like disrupt Russian stuff out there, so it's all in snow, and you have like skis and shit. Campaign's not bad, but the multiplayer they added private servers finally, 
or like custom servers where people could make their servers. It used to just be dice run servers on there. So you'd get on and be like, oh, I can quick play or I can go into my server browser and join a match. Now they just, there's some hardcore matches that they added, which is something the old games used to launch with. And now they kind of added it after. Like Battlefield 5 came out like 2018, I think. Which is a popular battlefield map. It's kind of like a circle. It's an island that's a circle. So yeah, the Americans have that part, and then Japan has the right side, and you're kind of pushing between it. And it's like a big circle you're pushing around on like this bigger scale map. And I think Battlefield One, Battlefield Five are both 64 people, so it's 32 on 32. And I've just been finding that more fun than like Call of Duty, where I like having my like in call of duty you'll spawn you'll run out for like 30 seconds and then die whereas in battlefield i'll spawn i'll have to run over and i'll kind of strategically set up my position more where i'm looking at the enemy base and we're trying to push and pull i think that's like the draw of battlefield for me and i i think i've been playing battlefield 5 on and off for like the last year and it's just it's my hobby game i guess good to have one of those yeah, and the guns feel good, you know? Yeah, I imagine the guns, you know, we're, we're good. Like, video games are good at making guns feel okay. And I'll ha- I, like, when I say they play good, it's like, I'll compare it to playing Battlefield 4, playing Battlefield 1. And, like, the hit detection or, like, the bullet magnetism, it's just not there as much in 4 and as in 1 on the console. And I feel like, generally, where I'm aiming is where I'm hitting more often in 5 than in 4 or 1. Which is like yeah. a preference on like... You know, you want to be good at the games you play. Yeah, yeah you want to feel you want to feel good at the games you play. And I certainly, like when I was playing Battlefield like regularly, when it was like Backcoming 2, I don't remember feeling particularly good playing like at the game. I was also like in middle school. Um, yeah. So... I was also probably just bad. <laughs> I remember the most memory I have of Bad Company 2 is like I would, I was in a squad with some guys I went to high school with and we were it was just a small map. It was like I think Bad Company 2's was 12 on 12 on console and we were all just in a house reviving each other and we would we broke all the windows in the house and we were shooting out at people who we were trying to like push the objective from. I think we were playing Rush or something. But that, I don't know. It's like most online video games are just recreating paintball. and I tend to think less about the politics of Battlefield Five. Obviously, there's... During the break, we were kind of talking about how EA was pushing cosmetics for characters. That was a... Um, how would you summarize it, Austin? It was Wilhelm... Wilhelm... Blah. Wilhelm Frank. Yeah. Who's like a skin for uh, the German army, who is our, were the Nazis in World War II. But I try, I try to look... It's like most video games have always been for the multiplayer, just like, here's the allies, here's the Axis. Go play against each other. Well, I mean, you, yeah, sh- just... you shouldn't look past the politics of it, obviously, because Nazis suck and are terrible people. Oh, um, yeah, it's just it's a strange like sort of environment that we're in now because 
we stopped doing like we stopped doing uh, a lot of multiplayer shooters, like World War II specific multiplayer shooters, like around the time when we like we started selling cosmetics in this industry. You know, I mean, we yeah. started selling cosmetics. So Battlefield Five is like one of the really, I'd say, one of the first like big uh, names in gaming where like it was selling you cosmetics for Nazis. Uh, and it's strange. It's uh, not a particularly good thing to do, I don't think. It's also not great when your super, air quote, like, cool Nazi character with his iconic trench coat and dope uh, looks like a wax eye patch sort of deal going on here uh, shares the name with, like, an anti-fascist, like, war, like, hero. Yeah. You know? And it's just, it's, it was, they stumbled into it. I don't think they certainly just didn't do the research into it that they should have. And, you know, they, they corrected it, I, I think, to a degree. And I'm they watching the trailer the for when they announced, announced this guy, and he's just like walking up, um, yeah, blowing some explosives and shooting some dudes. I don't know. It's all, it's all like, it's weird because they're all, characters in a video game you know it's like yes they are world they are world war ii like germans and nazis and stuff but there's so much media that depicts them as well it's just weird when you're selling cosmetics as there's a weird like i'm okay with them selling cosmetics they have to do something for the video game they have them for the allies so you have to have them for the access as well but there's a way you market that that's not this trailer yeah and like again like we we were speaking about this like you have like the like they put like the aesthetics of like nazis like in you know movies and tv shows and such like no one's ever trying to sell you on how dope the nazis look yeah except Um, for stormtroopers i guess yeah except for like stormtroopers uh but those are like you know those are the space nazis you know yeah uh for people there's enough separation there i guess um and and like in Battlefield Five is just straight up like, hey, look at how dope this uh not Nazi German looks. And it's just it it was strange. It was a really strange event in this game's life. Yeah. I feel like it's a weird do it do if you damn, do if you don't. But like the trailer probably should have been, hey, here's the ally character skins, here's the Axis character skins. So I mean there are like I'm not gonna lie, there are some cool like Axis character skins and like German aesthetics for their soldiers, like you know, we, that type of aesthetic carries on into like Warhammer and like Jinro's like yeah. Wolf Brigade movie, the like stormtrooper type armor. Yeah, people have been like, we've been selling fascist uh, iconography and like aesthetics for a while now. Yeah, because that's what most sci-fi or like stuff will make their bad guys. You yeah. know. And and we can get and we can get into a whole tirade. I could get into a whole tirade about like marketing, marketing stuff like how much I dislike the fact that like stormtroopers are walking around Disney World and it's like cool. Yeah. Uh, but that that I feel like should be like the thesis of some uh, uh, like academic academic paper. Uh, no, that I and do not have the time to write. No, and I keep thinking. When are we going to move on from World War II aesthetics as bad guys? But I think it's like, yeah, how do you make a bad guy that's not that? Like Killzone, the Helgens are 
have the same iconography as like Nazi World War II soldiers. I'm saying it's just fascists are easy, right? Like it's easy to make fascists look villainous. Yeah. Um, like we've been, you know, and we're doing it like all over, you know, like, you know, Star Wars, you have the original mobile suit Gundam uh, <laughs> with people like Char and like his general look, you know, it's. Yeah. And the Zaku's have the buck quasi bucket helmet and going forward, like, yeah, they keep that up with it. Yes, yeah, so we've like we've done it in, you know, um, anime shows. Uh, done it in like a lot of books, like the um, ancillary justice um, is like a really is a dope sci-fi book. I really love, and I think a lot of people should read because it's cool as hell. Uh, but they do also like use like some kind of fascistic iconography and like theories to describe its bad guys because its bad guys are fascists, and the book knows it, and they're described as being like terrible people anyway but like it's there's just something very it's it's very easy to if you want a compelling bad guy make them like authoritarian like fascists yeah and i I, speaking of like bad guys i think star trek does like a semi better job at creating bad guys at least you know you have like some of those factions are pulled off from it like i don't think romulans or like borg or like the cardassian not the cardassian who are the other guys the Cardassians are, yeah, are a thing, yeah, and like so, Star Trek is never. I I have not taken again. I have not taken the time to like dive into the politics of the Cardassians and like the Romulans specifically, but like the Borg, right? The Borg are a much more existential threat than uh, like a difference of how states should be run. You know, Borgs are fundamentally about uh, eliminating the individualism of humanity and all that they assemble yeah and they're more like a fear not they're based more like on a like the anxiety not of like technology. a real world bad guys just like maybe this is something that'll happen but yeah it's like it's rotten it's like i don't want to like specifically assign the borg to roddenberry i don't know who made uh the borg as a concept like it is about the, the anxieties of technology making us yeah and it's it. And like, and that's where like you have to do a bit more work to make them seem like more like compelling and more villainous and such. But it's really interesting right. with Trek. Yeah, All right, we've been on this for a minute. I just wanted to. I just like playing Battlefield because it's fun. I don't. Like Quantum <laughs> Warfare has weird stuff about their bad guys too. You know, they make turns out the conclusion of bad guys. The conclusion of this whole antidote about like fascism. Video game guns are just cool, man. Look, just uh, let me. Just, I know, I know. It's a, it's a setting. All games have a setting. Most yeah. Call of Duty World War Two did it too. Wolfenstein had problems with their stuff. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, What's up with Mountain Blade Warband? What's up? Uh, yeah. So this is actually going to be pretty short. Uh, because they also put on Game Pass PC. Uh, not only did Halo Four come out, but so did Mountain Blade. Mount and Blade Warband, um, which is a sort of medieval. Uh, I don't. I don't know the exact. What is the exact wording here that I want to use? Like medieval, like battle, like sort of experience, uh, where you are a player-made character and your objective is to basically put together a warband, right? Like an army. 
Uh, so that way you can do increasingly difficult quests and adventures and fight, uh, gain territories and such, and basically become like a warlord is my understanding of it. Um, and they put this on Game Pass earlier this week, and for the first three days it was on Game Pass, it wouldn't launch. Um, it had some very weird problem where like the launcher would start and you would be asked to download all these like things to help make this very it's pretty old. This pretty old like game like run on your PC, and then it just wouldn't start. And every time you try to start it, you just get nothing. Uh they put out a patch yesterday that has uh, enabled the launcher to actually launch the video game at this point. So I got about an hour into it yesterday. I made a, uh, made a character. I just called, I called them the Onion Knight because I was looking at like Dark Souls 2 screenshots. I was like, oh, I miss my boy, the Onion Knight. Um, and I was immediately like, I didn't do the tutorial, which I really should have done. Uh, but I immediately started a new game and was just set, thrown into a map. I was this dude. I was immediately attacked by a bandit. Uh, I th- I like had to shuffle through my weapons uh, by finding the controls, and eventually was able to kill him with a polearm. And then I was thrown into a quest to like recruit some dudes into my war band, and then go save some dude in a village. Uh, it didn't work. Didn't go well, you know. I got onto the map immediately, ran into like a group of five looters, and was uh, just really roughed up in a bad way. So, like, what happens in this game is if you lose an encounter, I think it's actually quite kind to you because you don't die; uh, you get captured, and for like a couple of weeks, you are a part of this. Like, you're a prisoner for this band for whatever band uh, came and beat you up. And eventually the game's like, oh, after like a week of being imprisoned, you were able to uh, get your stuff and leave. Like you were able to find an escape, but you lost like this amount of money. Uh, and that's like, and it's the only consequence uh, that I found at the time. And so then I decided to learn how to play the game. And it turns out it's got really awkward controls and I'm probably going to have to spend about an hour next time I launch it, just rebinding all the keys. The uh, is it a real time strategy game? Yeah, well, it's not like a strategy game, right? Like you play as a very specific, like you play as one character, right? You spend time making a character. You give them a little, a little origin story. You give them uh, stats and everything. Like my character is very proficient with pole arms and crossbows. Um, and you go and you collect NPCs, right? So when you get into a battle it throws you into like a field or like a procedurally generated area. And you have your, give you, you and your squad or your war band. And then you have the enemy war band. And like the strategy for you as a player is to hang back. It's like your like war band, like charge in front of you. And then to assess the enemies, because you're not told what you're going to fight before you get into a battle. Uh, you have to find your, like to find the enemies on the field. And once you see them, then you can assess them like, okay, this person is an archer. I need to go around while they're focusing on my dudes and beat this person up. So that way they don't just kill us all. Um, And if it's just like straight melee fighters, right? Like five on your team, five on like the other, what you need to be doing is circling around the enemies as your squad is attacking them and hitting them from behind. 
So like you're still a manager of the battlefield. It's just far more direct than say uh, like a total war. God, this reminds me that maybe my friend was playing this. Is this like massively? This is like a. Does have a multiplayer component too, where you're scoring off against people in a battlefield? I have not played around with Warbands multiplayer. I think it, it does have a multiplayer component, um, but I don't. Oh, this is a 2016 game. I don't it. Yeah, it's pretty old. There's some game like this that came out on PC that a lot of people were playing. Well, they made a sequel to Warband. Mm-hmm. Uh, like within the last two years. And I remember that being that being well received. I don't think I ever I never messed around with it. Um, it was like described as a medieval battlefield game. I just cannot yeah. remember what it was called. Yeah, I'm I'm blanking on that. It was that really too. popular like a year ago. Is it Mordhow? I think it's Mordhow. Mord that's right. You had yeah, you had Mordhow Chivalry two. Yeah, people were one of my friends was getting crazy anymore. If you want to talk about like playing paintball like Battlefield, Mordhouse just Mountain Blade, except you're getting murdered by other people yeah. and, and archers like, and stuff. Wild because you can like throw weapons in Mordhouse. Yeah. Right. And also, like you can play as like a bard and just have a loot and you just beat people to death with like a loot in Mordhouse. Like Mordhouse is. Mordhouse is. I would say more fun than what I've played of Mountain Blade, right? What I've seen of Mordhau makes me like more excited to like, maybe someday <laughs> play Mordhau than like play more of Mountain Blade. Because Mountain Blade is just like it's kind of awkward, but there is a charm to it in a real way. Uh, whereas Mordhau, like sometimes I just want to take a loot and beat like a heavily armored dude upside the head with it. You know, all I'm saying is if you use that money you got from a refund on Amazon to buy Mordhau, I would also <laughs> buy Mordhau, Austin. That's not that's not happening. That is not that, again, I didn't get any money, I just got uh-huh. money back. Yeah, you got the money you originally used for something given back to you. Hey, maybe when you get paycheck, I I'm curious about Mordhau now. I I don't I don't think so. I think like I have hey, I, we yeah. have spoken about games that I've not gotten to play play this year and it's like those are my priority facts you know like i need to i need to sit down with paradise killer and if found and those are going to be like the big things i want to get done like before the end of the year yeah and i need to beat this final fantasy 7 remake or i could just play some battlefield every day after work and not do anything i mean you don't need to play final fantasy 7 you don't need to beat it i want to i want to beat it though i really like the combat that's what's yeah. driving me forward. Is the combat and the music? I could get, I could take or leave the story. I'm not too worried about it. About like modernizing the story, and I went on a quest with Jesse to go steal her dad's ID, and uh, I'm fuck it. All right, man. I I played some more Destiny. It was all right. I played a couple. I played like a mission or two. There's something I realized in that game that that I don't know if we talked about last week, but there's they sunset. We might have talked about it in news, but they're sunsetting their weapons, kind of like in Magic the Gathering. Yeah. Where they'll like rotate we... old sets of cards out to get rid of power creep. Because they'll make powerful weapons, and they're good in that season. But they're trying not to keep those weapons, at least just legendaries, 
in the new DLCs, you're kind of they want people to be playing the new weapons and not using their favorite weapons. But there's like a reason a weapon is my favorite weapon because I like how it feels, and I, I I know how it like I like the perks on it. Like there's a perk called Outlaw, where whenever you get a headshot, you'll reload faster, and all my guns have that on it. It's a very strange thing, Austin. That is so weird. I don't. Man, that just it it's it sounds like the antithesis of like destiny to me, right? Because when that game was coming out, like the reason that I don't I don't think they I still don't think they have this. The reason they were always saying that they're not gonna put like trading, like weapon trading into Destiny is they want you to like make a story with your gun, right? Of how you got your gun <laughs> and how I you used that. it. I hate that tagline. Yeah, they, no, that hasn't been the tagline. That hasn't been anything anyone's thought about Destiny. There's no story yeah. with weapons anymore. Yeah, and like the idea that they're like purposely sunsetting guns, like, does that mean that they're making them like worse, or are they just not making them available to like get as rewards? So you can use them in PvP still. Um, certain rewards will give them to you, but they've taken out the maps, so there's not like you yeah. can't do the Leviathan raid to get those weapons from that raid. Okay. But if you have them, just the legendaries. You can still use them in PvP. You can't level them past like 1060 light level. So the guns they're sudden setting is from the base campaign and it's two small DLCs. From Forsaken. Yeah, like Forsaken. And so, and that's, so that's, a, yeah, it's Warmind and it's the uh, Curse of Osiris. Oh, Curse of Osiris, yeah. It's right. that set of four that would be like Destiny Year One and Destiny Year Two. Are kind of getting left behind, so that it's like the stuff you got from Shadow Keep, and then the seasonal stuff between Shadow Keep and Beyond Light. So you can keep all that, and they kind of have a set date of. It's like magic when a new set comes out, the old set rotate, and there's usually like two sets in at the same time. All the exotics are going to be kept in. You can level them up as much as you want to, but armor and weapons from certain expansions, and they'll have a little logo on it. You can't pass get them past 1060. But for PvP, there's no weapon. There's no your light level doesn't affect your weapon damage unless you're like in the special event Iron Banner or Trials, which is like their super competitive PvP stuff. I'm okay. I'm cool with it because I realized it's like yeah I when I started up like Shadowkeep, which is last year's September DLC for the year. I literally just grabbed my old weapons and I used them the whole campaign. And even going on after that. It's kind of freshening up a little bit and you can still keep your exotics to use. That's weird. I I mean I feel like I don't have any real experience with things like MMOs or like even like you know, like seasonal games that have seasons like like you know, in the way that like magic does or uh, mm-hmm. MMOs and such. So I don't know if this is like a normal thing, but I can't imagine I cannot imagine like going out and working hard, like working to get like friends together to do a raid and spending like four to six hours in it because those things seem long as hell. And then being like, oh yeah, I got my cool stuff. And then suddenly like that's capped. Yeah, that cool stuff, you can only use it. Basically, the raids you can do, you can only use it for like two years unless you're late to the party and you're doing the raid like a year after it came out. It's most, you know, most of the people who stick with it know how the system works and, like, 
Yeah, I aren't going back to it. I don't know. It's weird. Like my favorite hand cannon is from the raid, and it's like thirteen round magazine, super shot, super fast reloading. But I can't use it anymore. But I don't know. Yeah, that's strange. I'm trying to think. It, it, have you heard of power creep before? I like, like a I, concept and like yeah, power creep is like a concept. I have like a understanding oh, of. Here it is. It's called the Midnight Coup. Very good name for a weapon. That is. Oh my god, Travis! What? The Midnight Coup is such a name. Yeah, yeah. It's and there, so the powerful. Other weapon, inaugural address. Is that a powerful name? Can't tell That's such a powerful name, dude. Huh. God, you're dripping with sarcasm right now. No, I'm not. Oh, yeah. I can't tell. It's a cool game. I like... This it's is thick. like... I feel like a creative coward. Huh. I will never name anything that good. Yeah. It's a pretty cool gun. Purple and white. Most of the raid weapons have neat names. But I'm cool with it. I played like another mission too. I used some more ice powers. They nerfed some stuff too. The the warlocks were really overpowered in multiplayer and they just were like, hey, y'all need to tone it down. You're murdering everybody. Come on, guys. <laughs> Make it a little more balanced. They'll usually do it with the the ice powers are just like are just like super strong because you can freeze people. And that doesn't really happen a lot. And like the multiplayer is like normally you just shoot someone and they'll die, but now you'll like proc someone with a grenade and it'll freeze them. They're kind of stuck and they can't react to anything at all. But they'll usually nerf PvP stuff and change it, and the PvE like regular story content or strikes don't get changed too much, except for like weapon cooldowns. When they do that, it changes on both ends. It's fine. Destiny's going through some. Destiny's trying to figure out what it wants to be. It just split from Activision. Yeah. I hope Destiny's got to you know Destiny's got to take some time to get a little self care. Yeah. Uh, maybe see it. Maybe see someone about that that split, um, which is uh, actual advice I recommend people do if they're suffering from a bad breakup. I don't mean to make fun of that in any way, shape, or form. Uh, and you know, just sort of to see see what it wants to do in the future. Yeah. You know. So right now, I think it's trying to build their capital back and maybe make a Destiny three type game that can that will bring the Destiny two content with it. Try and figure out. Backwards compatibility within its own game. Which is interesting. This one's called the Malfeasance. It's like a weird string exotic hand cannon from the last DLC. I'm just looking at Destiny gun names now. They're pretty good. Like a single clap. Like this powerful sniper rifle called a single clap. Single clap's pretty good. That is, that is, that's amazing. Hey. Destiny's sixty gigs right now. So I'm Bungie's just always. There. I mean, the thing is, I could, I could see, like, I could see myself doing like uh, New Light, right? That's the free version of Destiny right now. It's called New Light. Yeah. I could see myself like playing a bit of New Light at some point, and I think I will relatively soon. And if you make think, a new, if you want to do a new character in New Light, they'll have the they'll have your story be on the Cosmodrome and a little yeah. bit in the uh, EDZ, I think, and that's like three hours yeah that's what i was thinking like i'd probably make a new and character then, probably remake my uh, warlock exo from destiny yeah. one and then there's not really campaign content after that it's like 
weekly content to get weapons and stuff. It's like, oh, you go do some strikes, or you'll go do some crucible, or you'll do some gambit, or you'll collect some missions to go get a gun. Because the missions are you collecting the gun, not doing a campaign anymore, which is weird for the free-to-play thing. Yeah, well, I mean, I feel like that's just, you know, Destiny now. Yeah, that's true. And it's, it's, just just an, it's finally admittance of, like, what Destiny is and always has been, which is um, about getting cool guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check out these cool guns. There's this one called, um... <clears throat> these are from Shadowkeep. This one's called Deathbringer. It's just like a shotgun that's strained together. It looks like a dark crystal thing that yeah, came from that world. And I should this looks weird. fucking wild. Yeah. This is a shotgun? No, it's a rocket launcher. Oh, Sorry. it's a rocket launcher. Okay, I was about to say, like, this has a vulture mouth. Yeah, it's a vulture. It's very vulture-esque. Man, I'm gonna make that a thumbnail for something. That is oh, Deathbringer. It's cool. Yeah, divinity. Like, yeah, these are some. These are okay. Divinity's okay. Trace Mach- rifles are weird. Being gun. Oh, that's a that's the uh, I think that's the beta name. It's oh, not. That. Oh, that's so it's so good. And just just for context, this is dollar sign machine gun. Oh, dot name dollar yeah. sign. This is the best. It's called Xenophage, but I think that's I think that's their dev like name. I hate it. I hate that that's not. I hate that that's not like the actual thing. This need this should be the actual thing here. There's some guns that are named like that though. I, I can't mm. remember exactly. Damn, some people, some dude made this fucking thing. Like people made this. Yeah. No, uh, dude. But I'm gonna use this as a thumbnail. Someone fucking built this thing. Oh. Ooh. Yeah, I couldn't imagine. Couldn't be me. Thick. That's compensating. Um, God, that all right, what else did you play, man? Just a thick gun. I did not play any other games. I've not had. Thought you played. A lot of uh, time. Oh yeah, yeah. No, we we got Mountain Blade and Halo Four. No, um, yeah. you didn't really play any other games. I watched the X Files movie though. First one. I wanted to talk about X Files for a second. I'll do it at the end, I guess. Did you ever watch and- the X Files? You have any? Remember reference for the X Files? Where we are. Um, all I know is uh, the truth is out there. Yeah. Um, I also know like Mulder and Scully are don't like each other, but are probably boning. Yeah. No. Th- at some point, they're like in a relation. They're on and off relationship. I think the first season, couple seasons, they don't like each other too much because they're forced to be together. But then they yeah, like like they're first like they're forced to work together. Yeah. So the movie, okay, so there's like 11 seasons of the X-Files. It's like a long running. It's kind of like Star Trek where it just kept going. But um, when I was a kid, I would go to the library and rent movies, and there was an X-Files case, and it was a red case, and I was like, hmm, X-Files, I've heard of this before. Maybe this movie will be cool. And uh, I think... This one takes place between season five and season six. So I watched a movie as a child that is just like a cat between two seasons having never watched the TV show. As it turns out, the movie is about aliens that create a virus in the U.S. So the government is using alien blood because the aliens who came to the X-Files their blood is being used by the government and stuff. Like they put at some point, the government's like, Oh man, we should just let the aliens take over. 
So they put the blo- alien blood in some corn somehow, and they let bees pollinate it, and the bees would go around and sting people. And when the bee stings someone, it makes a baby alien in them, because at some point they're like, they didn't realize that the alien blood is basically the reproduction, like in Alien or Aliens, the xenomorph thing, or just making more aliens. It was a whole thing, Austin. Incredible. But it was cool. I just watched that the other day. I was like, all right, I'm not going to watch any more of the TV show, but I just had a nostalgia trip yeah. with that. There's a really good shot where they're in like a bee, like building out somewhere. Like they're in like a cornfield and they walk up to it and it's just like this white dome. And they go in and then there's like some vents and all the vents open up and these bees start chasing them. I can't, man. I just imagine just being the person who made X Files and like one day thinking, hmm, what about bees? What about bees? Because there's like some episodes before episode four that, um, before season four where there's some bee stuff going on. I guess that's what they use for the movie. But look at these domes. I sent you this link of these bee domes. There's like white domes and stuff. All this bee stuff going on. Yeah, bee stuff. I wonder if they actually put bees out there. There's this picture of this guy with like a a beekeeper hat on, but I don't know if that's... They look like CG bees. Anyway, alright, that's the podcast. You know, we talked about video games, we talked about bees. So, mission accomplished, I guess. Is this the mission? I don't know. Uh, you know, Austin, where can they find you at? Uh, you can find me online, at Twitter, on Twitter at beardless2 T-W-O Twitter for me as well is Travis through Doyle thank y'all for joining us have a good week don't let the bees get you wait run <laughs>